0: What up, what up, what up, and welcome to the first DFS Today edition of Sports Ethos. Yes, we have a new name now, Uh, no longer the old name, we are the Sports Ethers, so you guys are now our ether listeners. Uh, Thank you again for joining, and this is your Saturday, November 20th edition of DFS Today. I am your host. Santino Cocon, and I'm going to run this one down for you. We have a nice showdown slate. I shouldn't say nice. We have a showdown slate, uh, and then we have a nice eight-game uh later on in the day. Um, most of these teams are on back-to-backs. The Knicks in that showdown slate are the only team on the front end of a back-to-back, but we have, as you mentioned yesterday, if you were listening, we have uh eight other teams on the back end of a back-to-back. So just like yesterday, we're going to have to pay attention to the news. Uh, this might A lot of this stuff might be irrelevant by the time the slate comes around. Uh, as we saw yesterday, people were just in and out, in and out of that lineup uh, crazily. But anyway, well, we're going to keep an eye on all that, and we're going to make sure that we have exactly what we need if we can use it. Uh, if that makes any sense. We'll jump on over to that first game. We have the Houston Rockets taking on the New York Knicks in New York. This one starts at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have Kevin Porter Jr. as questionable for the Knicks. We have Nerlens Noel as probable and Taj Gibson as outful. This is the showdown slate. I'll just throw out some. Since we have an eight-gamer, I'll just throw out some guys that I, I, I like on this one. Um, all right, we'll start with the Rockets, since they are the away team. Um, Kevin Porter Jr., if he doesn't play, there are some minutes to go around. We we know uh, Eric Gordon, Jalen Green, Jay Sean Tate, Christian Wood, and Daniel Tice are probably the likely um, five starters in this one if Porter doesn't play again. Uh, we could see... Sengen jump into the lineup. We could see uh, Martin jump into the lineup. We'll see, but I think those five would be the likely starters. And that makes uh, Ja'Sean Tate, Jalen Green uh, comfortable for me. Uh, Christian Wood is in a decent matchup. The Knicks have not been the defensive powerhouse that they were last year, uh, though I'm still, I don't really want to pay for Christian Wood right now. He's just – it doesn't seem like he's playing – Great, uh, like he's trying, I should say. Um, uh, eh, maybe I won't say he's not trying, but it's it's not looking great for him at the moment. He's just going through the motions, it seems. Um, but those three, Tate Green, uh, those would, I mean, those two would be my favorite if Porter Jr. doesn't play, even if he does. I still like those two guys on this team. I think we can look at Sengen for a cheap option, Um, uh, Ginyan Martin for a cheap option, 2600. David Nwaba would be back in the rotation. Uh, for a good chunk if Porter doesn't play. Uh, DJ Augustine becomes more likable. Daniel House has been playing. He started a a game the other day. Uh, Another guy to look at, even though he's barely playing minutes. But uh, there's just not much to like on Houston. Though I do like Tate and Green in probably reverse order there. Uh, You can throw some Eric Gordon in there, too. You know he's never shy of shooting. Uh, Porter Jr. misses. Like I said, he might draw the start. Uh, That's an extra usage to go around. He'll get some playing our whole place some point guard there too. So he makes some sense. Um, mid tier guys are nice. And then just take an option. I'll take a flyer on what else, but we'll see what happens if Kevin, Porter jr. Plays, if Porter jr. Does play, then I, I'm going to X off. Um, how second X off DJ Augustine, <coughs> oh, excuse me. Uh, but I'll probably, I'll keep everybody else there, uh, in that Tate to, uh, Martin range. <clears throat> I don't really like Tice. I would prefer singing, but, um, uh, Silas isn't really playing singing, But that's just me. I think the upside is there for him. Right on the other side of the ball, we have Julius Randle getting a matchup that he really needed. Uh he's been playing a, another person who hasn't been playing great lately. A he hasn't topped 34 uh four fantasy points in four straight games. Um he's been He is 19 of uh 56 from the field in the last. Four games so not great and that was against uh three of these games against charlotte indy and orlando three teams that aren't the greatest at defense and houston is another one of them so this is traditionally a smash bot for him uh, on, a, on a showdown like this yeah i guess i'll take it uh there's not really many options for the high price guy and i prefer him over over wood so even if he's struggling right now and i expect to bounce back here um i'll take him here uh not much in the way of Defense on Houston or talent at, at that, um, experienced talent, I should say, that's trying outside of him. Um, uh, the entire guard rotation is uh, I don't know. Uh, Kemba Walker, Alec Burke, quickly Fournier, uh, even Barrett like a lot of these guys. And, and um, McBride was getting some love. A lot of these guys are just playing a lot of minutes or, or chopping up minutes there. The uh, Derrick Rose I missed. Um, that point guard spot is just – there's so many bodies there. Rose, Kemba, quickly. It, they're right in the hot hand right now. Um, and Burke is playing a lot. <clears throat> uh, it makes me not love them as much like uh, individually. But Fournier, for his price, he's cheaper than Walker. He's cheaper than Burke. He's cheaper than Rose. Um, he's due, that. That's where I like it there. Quickly, at 4,400, he's been playing – Pretty solid. I honestly think he, he should be starting. Um, he's been better than Kemba lately uh, in his limited role. <clears throat> and I, I think maybe there's a chance for him to do that later on in the season. But, um, yeah, it's, it's hard to, to throw one of those guys in there. And if Noel is playing, Dodge isn't, they're going to swap spots, swap minutes there. Um, Mitch at 52. He's gonna probably split minutes with Noel. Um, not a lot to like here, but I will take some chances at like a Fournier, a Quickly, a RJ Barrett, I'll have money for him, so I'll like that too. Um, Obi Toppin. If you think that this game does get out of hand, I don't know if it will, but if you think that uh, Obi Toppin makes sense at a very minimal price, um, three out of his last four games, he's top twenty points. So uh, even in a showdown slate where everybody's prices jump up, that he's gonna hit value at his at his thirty four hundred dollar price tag. So. Um, Obi Toppin's a guy that I like here, too. All right, and that does it for the showdown slate. Let's get to where we, what we want to do, and, and that's the main slate here. Uh, we'll jump on over to that main slate, and we got a first game tipping off at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have the Miami Heat taking on the Washington Wizards in Washington. Um, oh, I forgot to say the spread of the first one. For the first game, uh, the showdown slate spread was 213.5 over under, and the Knicks were 11.5-point home favorites. All right, this one is a the Heat are one and a half point road favorites, and we have a 210 game total, which is uh, fairly low, but it's not even the lowest on the slate. Um, we have the Miami Heat on the injury report: Bam Adebayo, Tyler Hero are questionable; Markeith Morris and Victor Oladipo are out for the Wizards. We have Gafford questionable; Rui Bryant, Bertans as out. Uh, Neither of these two teams are on the back end of a back-to-back or the front end of a back-to-back, so we don't have to fully worry about that injury report there. Uh, But we'll start with the Heat. Jimmy Butler, 9700 Um, He is the fifth-highest guy that's playing on this slate, price-wise. Our sixth-highest guy, I'm sorry. Uh, and honestly, he's worth every penny. As good as the Wizards have been playing defensively and overall uh, with the record, Jimmy Butler as, has been fantastic when he plays. His last three games, I'm not going to count the game that he left and only played 12 minutes. Last three games, he has no less than 50 fantasy points in each game. He has been on fire. His field goal percentage, he's just shooting all three of those games over 55%. 10 of 18 was his worst shooting he game in those three games. Uh, he's been awesome and we might not have Tyler hero. So, um, Tyler hero usually runs the, the second unit and Tyler hero usually plays alongside them and takes some usage there as well. Uh, it's mainly just going to be out of, um, Butler out of is questionable as well. So, uh, Jimmy, 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 I love Jimmy in this matchup. Um, as do most people are going to Dwayne Dedman. If, if Bam doesn't play really solid matchup, Bam playing also makes it a, Him in play here, but um, not 100% confident if he does. This is a rematch from their guys. This team's—both of these teams' last game, they played in Miami. Uh, Jimmy Butler had a 32-point game there and and did awesome. Uh, Bam did really solid as well. He put up 33 points, fantasy points, 20 and 9. No blocks or steals, but we can hope for a little bit better there. I honestly would just prefer to pay for Jimmy— But we'll see. Again, Dwayne Dedman at 3,800 might draw the start in this one. Uh, That would make it really easy. Uh, P.J. Tucker has been playing really solid. A lot of good rebounds. He he had a couple games where three straight games were double-digit rebounds. The last three he hasn't. Uh, But he's been bringing back over 21 fantasy points in the last four uh, and five of the last six games over 21 fantasy points with a couple of those games over 30. So he's just bringing back value here. He's only 3,700. Uh, he brought 27 and he he scored 15 points, five boards in the last game against these guys uh, a couple nights ago. So we know he can bring maybe double his value here. And that's, that's fantastic. And uh, only 3,700. That's something to keep an eye on. Uh, Gabe Vincent had a big game against these guys the other night. Um, 26 fantasy points, 18 actual points. Uh, again, Tyler Harrow questionable for this one. So we might not play. Gabe Vincent can see another 20 minutes. He has seen uh, 20 minutes in four of his last five games. So uh, 23, So, so uh, value could be had there, and he's at the bare minimum. Um, if he gets mid-20s again with no Tyler Hero, you know the usage is there. He's going to be running the second team. And at 3K, there's a lot worse that we can do at 3K. So uh, he's in my player pool right now, too. We'll see what happens with Bam and, and Hero there, though. Right on the other side of the ball, Beal had himself a good game, too, at 9,400. He dropped 45.5 fantasy points, 30 actual points. Uh, For that price, though, I'm just going to go right up a couple hundred dollars to the guy that I just mentioned on the other side of the ball in Jimmy Butler. Um, Much, much easier to go there. Uh, Dinwiddie didn't play in the last one, uh, so that might change things, too. Might make Beal less of the ball handler that he it was in the previous game, so that that will bring it down as well. Hero uh, at 6,500 makes a ton of sense. Um, he, he only had 26 fantasy points in the last one without Gafford, but we might not have Gafford again. We might have a rematch. We might not have Bam. So a lot of things to consider here, but Hero makes a ton of sense if Gafford doesn't play. And even if Bam doesn't play, then boom, that makes him a money Money guy here. So we'll definitely keep an eye on him. Uh, Advia. Makes a lot of sense, too. He's been playing pretty well. Uh, he didn't have a great game in the last one. Only had six points, one rebound after two back-to-back games of double-digit rebounds. Uh, but at 4K, he can be an option for us if Gafford misses another game. Uh He'll play a lot of minutes at the at the four as well. Maybe some small ball five. Uh, but we'll see on Gafford's availability. If Gafford does play, I'm not going to have much of him. Uh, that's probably that's pretty much it. I don't really want to attack the Heat. Their defense has been fantastic, as we know. Um, even with or without Bam, with or without Hero, their defense has been great. And I'll jump on over to the next game of the night. We have the New Orleans Pelicans traveling to Indiana to take on the Pacers. We have a 214 game total, and the Pacers are seven and a half point home. Favorites on the injury report. We don't have either because ding, 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 you guessed it. Both of these teams are on the back end of a back to back. So we currently don't have an injury report for either. Um, but Devonte Graham missed Friday night for the Pelicans and Zion we know is not playing. Um, TJ Warren is out. And we don't know the rest of the injury report for The Pacers. So this is one of the first games already that we're going to need to know. And luckily it starts at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we will, uh, not will, we should have news before it starts. And we should have news in time to make adjustments. But we'll start with the Pelican side of the ball. Uh, Brent Ingram coming off a kind of dookie game. He played 39 minutes though. So his minutes are ramped back up. But he shot 6 of 17. Uh, since he's come back, he has not shot the ball great at all. Uh, 7 of 17, 9 of 23, 6 of 14, 6 of 17. That 6 of 14 has been his best shooting game since he's come back. Uh, his free throws, outside of last night, he was, he'd was he been shooting really well from the free throw line. But from the field, 4, 43% has been his best game uh, shooting-wise since he's come back from that two-week layoff uh, with that hip injury. Um uh, can he bring back value here? Yeah, he could. I would ex- I would want to see him take a couple more shots. Uh, he hasn't hit 20 in three of his last four games. Uh again, all since he came back. But if he does shoot over 20 shots and he is shooting uh a respectable 45% from the field, I don't I can't imagine him not hitting value here with this matchup. But again, that's that's a couple ifs. He has been kind of taking a back seat. Um And Josh Hart has kind of been running the offense a lot more than we would expect. Even without Devontae Graham there, uh, Ingram didn't step up as much as we thought and and get the usage that Devontae Graham loves to chuck up. And speaking of Josh Hart, uh, he makes a lot of sense here at 5-1. Again, this guy has just been playing awesome. Four um, out of his last five games, he's had at least seven rebounds and Every single game, he's had at least four assists in those five games. Uh One of them, he had 11. In the only game that he didn't have seven rebounds, he had 11 assists. So he is getting a lot of those money categories, rebounds, assists. Uh, and he scored double-digit points in four of those five games. Again, the only time he didn't was when he had 11 assists. Um, he's been shooting the ball fairly well in the last two games, over 60% from the field the last two games. And – uh He's really just playing a ton of minutes since just all year. Um, he's going to start regardless of Devontae Graham playing. If Devontae Graham sits, then it helps him even more. He will start. He'll continue to initiate the offense more than we thought. Uh, but that's four out of the last five games. He's had at least 31 fantasy points, uh, and he's only five five 5.1K. So that is value to be had here. Very good matchup. Uh, I really like him here again. And I will continue him. I think he's he's likely the best, my favorite play on this team. Uh, Price-wise, it just makes a lot of sense. He's running the offense over uh, Noah. He's running the offense over Graham, who are both pass or shoot-first guys, even when they're playing. Even Ingram, more of a shoot-first guy. Uh, Hart is taken on the role to to initiate some offense there, and I really like it. Um, and lastly, Kyra Lewis Jr., 3K. If Graham misses again, this guy went off. Good for him. 16 points, four boards, four assists in 23 minutes. I uh, shot seven to 12 from the field. And if we might see that again, that was against the Clippers. We could see a, another chance at this again. Uh, if he, um, uh, devonte Graham doesn't play. And the fact that they won this game by 13 points against the Clippers who did get Batum back and were pretty healthy, um, uh, says a lot about this team. Um, Says a lot about Devontae Graham since they don't really win much. Uh, could be a changing of the guard if they continue to lose with them in the lineup anyway. But that is for another day. Right now I will jump on over to the Pacers side of the ball. And start with the big guy, Sabonis. Uh, I really liked him last night. I was hoping for something else. And he just up another dot. 22 minutes. He had four fouls. He only up 19 fan points. Uh, he's in a good matchup here. But you know what? You, you burn me once, you burn me twice. Uh, I'm going to uh, leave him alone for now unless something changes in the uh, pregame reports or when we get an actual injury report. Uh, this whole team kind of, uh, Miles Turner laid a dud. Uh, Brogdon didn't have a really good game. Uh, they lost by three to Charlotte. They scored 118 points. So uh, not a lot of people played really well last night for for this squad. And they're in a really good matchup here. Um but it's tough to, to trust all of them. Um, I'll probably trust Brogdon the most at eighty two hundred, but still a little hefty of a price tag for other guys that are around around this neighborhood. Um and that's probably where I'll close him or, or Chris Durte, uh, Joe Durte I, I like most. Just because of the matchup, but they're pretty balanced when everybody is playing. You have Sabonis, Brogdon, Levert, Turner, Duarte, Joe Durte. Uh I like to say that. Yeah, they're just pretty balanced, but I think Brogdon and Duarte have the the best matchup here for now, uh, depending on if they even play or, or who actually plays. But I'm going to move on over to the next game of the night, and we have the Oklahoma City Thunder taking on the Boston Celtics at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And again, both of these teams are on the back ends of back-to-back, so we do not have an injury report for them. Um, I can confirm that Robert Williams and Jalen Brown did miss previous game, so we're not sure if they'll play in this one. Uh, And that is all I can tell you. Um, But for the over-under, we have a 205 and a half point total, which is easily the lowest of the night. The second lowest is um that game that first game at 210, and that's it's not close after that. Um, the Celtics are ten and a half point home favorites. Uh we'll start with the Thunder. Lightning and the Thunder. Um for the Thunder side of the ball, I think uh, Josh Giddy does make sense here at 62. And he's been starting to heat up a little bit. couple games of 30-plus fantasy points in a row here. Um, three straight, starting to heat up. He's only taken uh, 36 shots in those last three games, but he's been grabbing rebounds. Uh, very 9, 11, and 12 rebounds getting assists uh, only has um, six in the last two games. But if, if he gets that back to even his, uh, his average of 5.7, you're talking about on uh, 40 point performances from him. So that is nice. He has back to back games of double digit points, which uh, he hadn't scored in in nearly seven games before uh, six games before that straight of single digit. So uh, he's starting to pick it up back to back double doubles. And I think, uh, josh Giddy's starting to figure it out and this is a good defense that he can go against uh, he's not going to see a lot of marcus smart probably sees a lot of dennis schroeder and he can attack that he's just much taller much bigger than him um, not size wise but just high wise um, james robinson earl still only 3400 still starting saw 28 minutes in the last one uh, didn't really play great it was against the bucks Shot three of seven from the field, only 13 and a half fantasy points, but three of the last four games before that, he was in the twenties on 25 plus points scored at fantasy wise in the last in three of the last four before last night. So I guess three of the last five on uh, 3,400. We can definitely take chances on that. It only improves his outlook if Robert Williams doesn't play again. And uh, that's probably likely that Robert Williams doesn't play, but we'll see James Robinson Earl kind of, stake this claim to the starting role here and he's playing a chunk of minutes. I really like this kid at 3,400 again, that is just super cheap. And we can take another look at that. Um, and i i like it a lot more again, if Robert Williams doesn't play, if he does play puts a little bit of damper on him, but he's still so cheap that he'll be in, in the player pool. Uh, if you're, if you're digging for uh, value down there in the, uh, the trenches, all right, we have on the Boston side of the ball, uh, we're not sure about Robert Williams. Again, I mentioned him a couple times already. We're not sure about Jalen Brown. We know that he is close, but he didn't play in the first game of the back-to-back. I'm not sure if he'll play in this one, but we will see. If he does, I don't really want much to do with most of this team. Um, Jason Tatum's finally had those two big games back-to-back over 30 fantasy points, uh, or, or 30 actual points, I mean, in the back-to-back after a couple of down games. Um, he has 20 rebounds in those last two games as well. So shooting over 50% from the field in the last two games as well. So he's been, he's been fire. Uh, and that was against Atlanta and, and the Lakers. This OKC team is also really bad. Uh, this is the back end of a back to back though. So especially if Jalen Brown plays, they could, uh, ease him uh, ease him in there, not have rushed him. And it is a 10 and a half point spread at home. So, uh, won't have as much exposure to Tatum. I do like Jimmy Butler, 200 dollars cheaper. I uh, Brown plays still like Jason or Jimmy Butler, two hundred dollars or a hundred dollars more expensive and two hundred dollars cheaper. Um, Horford though at seven six, if there's no Rob will, that's a good price tag for me. Uh, he has three straight games of thirty plus fantasy points. Um, not grabbing a ton of rebounds. This is a back-to-back, but this is against the team that he played against last year. I don't think it's a quote-unquote revenge game, but he did sit out pretty the entire rest uh, back half of the season because they didn't want to get him hurt, and they didn't find a trade partner for him at the time. So uh, maybe he has a little extra motivation to show. Uh, I'm kind of pissed. I I was having a really good year, and you guys just took a half a year of my career out. So we'll see about that. Uh, Schroeder played a really good game against the Lakers last night. But he came in questionable, so maybe he's on the injury report here. Uh, if he is, Richardson, Pritchard, Langford, Naismith get a boost. We'll see who actually draws a start, and we should know because it is 7.30. Uh, but we'll we'll see what happens there. If Schroeder does play, I don't really want to touch most of them. Um, I would prefer him. He also played for this, this Thunder team. Um but at that 6'6, six, six, I'm, I'm going to leave him alone. Grant Williams makes a lot of sense. Another guy who makes a lot of sense at 3,100. Uh, if Robert Williams doesn't play, he'll get the start. He's usually playing high 20s uh, to mid 30s when he's starting. And even though he ha- didn't have a great game the, last night, uh, the two games before that he topped 20 fantasy points at almost bare minimum value so definitely in my player pool if there's no Rob Williams all right the next game of the night we have again at 7:30 eastern standard time the charlotte hornets traveling to atlanta to take on the hawks we have a 227 game total which is by far the highest of the night um actually there is one more very close to it at 225 but outside of that Nothing tops 218. Uh, And then we have a six-point Hawk home favorite spread. Uh, On the injury report, we have the Hornets don't have anybody because, yes, they are on the back end of a back-to-back. But the Hawks have DeAndre Hunter, Jalen Johnson, Onyeka Okungwu, all out for this one. We'll start with the Hawks. I mean we'll start with the uh I'm sorry we'll start with the hornets uh, and pJ Washington has been out and probably expect them to be out again this one that's the only news that we have at the moment but we'll start with again the Hawks this is a super duper snooper of a spread uh 227 that that's a monster of a spread actually um yeah, we can take a look at a lot of these guys for a spread like this. Uh, this is a game that a lot of people are going to target, and for good reason. Both these teams play fast. Both these teams like to you know, shoot and can score. Um, <clears throat> very fast-paced. The defenses have been off, especially for the Hornets. Um, yeah, Lamelo Ball at 10-4 against Trey Young's defense. Does make a lot of sense. His size is just... Much bigger than Trey, um, but I don't know how much I want of him. I, I keep coming back to Jimmy Butler, seven hundred dollars cheaper, and he's. Uh, it, you might get a sense that Jimmy Butler is going to be my favorite high-priced guy of the slate. I don't know. That just might be the sense that I'm, I'm throwing off here. But um, yeah, I like I like Ball if I can fit both of them. Um, he does. He does make a lot of sense. Gordon Hayward. Makes a ton of sense too at 7K. He's been playing pretty well. He just coming off a game of 45 fantasy points against Indy last night. He dropped 25 actual points. Uh, the two games before that, he only scored 18 total points and he was 8 of 26 from the field. Uh, but before that, he was dropping 20 and three, 20 actual points, three straight games. I think. Nice bounce back here, and I think it continues on a decent matchup here. <clears throat> and at only 7K, I, I I see value to be mad there. Um, Plumley at 4,600 with no P.J. Washington stealing some of his minutes. He's still playing under 30, uh, but he's playing pretty well. And <clears throat> only 4,600. He doesn't need to go crazy to bring back value here. Uh, I know it's a tough matchup, but he's a guy that you can sneak in there. Kelly Oubre at another one. Only 4,400. Uh, back-to-back games over 20 points, so value can be had here. Don't love it, but just another guy to file away. Um, I would normally recommend uh, Jalen McDaniels. Even in limited minutes, he's been playing pretty well. for the last five games over 15 fantasy points, so he's bringing back uh, value there, and 15 was his least. Um, <clears throat> if he can see a couple of extra minutes here, which I don't think he would, that would make, make it nice there. but. Plumlee, Hayward, Ubre, i really like uh, Ball. If you can fit him, he's he's definitely in play here. Well, on the other side of the ball, Trey Young, A lot of these guys are in play. the The Hornets, we know they just give up points bunches. Even when they win, it's it's last night, one hundred twenty-one to one hundred eighteen. It's um, a lot of points score here. So Trey Young, I do again for Jimmy Butler, two hundred. Same position. Um, Well, not the same position anymore. But um, Trey Young's another guy in play. He is $900 cheaper than Ball, so I do like to go there in this one. You save some money, you can add some other people. Uh, Capella, this is a good matchup for him. I just mentioned Plumlee on the other side. Uh, Outside of Plumlee, they don't have much size there. So Capella can uh, do some damage here, John. This is another guy, but I prefer Capella over him. Uh, Bogdanovich, he's been playing pretty banged up a lot lately. Um, but back-to-back games, he has uh, 24 and 30 fantasy points in the last two games. Uh, pretty solid there. He getting the minutes and uh, the matchup suit him super well at 4,600. We know the guy's upside. I'll take some shots at him here. Um and I don't mind getting shot at like a Gallinari or a Herder, uh, even a Cam Reddish who's been dookie lately. Don't mind taking shots at them, but just because of the matchup, they're the safest. A Cam at 3,200, it, it's just not hard to fall into value for these guys since they're so cheap. Uh, 16, 17 points hits value. Anything more is, is a nice bonus in what we're looking for. And I think each of those three, Guards, especially without Hunter, I shouldn't say guards, forwards, uh, especially without Hunter, are very capable of doing that. Um, so i just pick your poison with them. But I think Capella, Trey Young make a ton of sense. Uh, Bogdanovich, super cheap. And those other three guys take your chance on. But uh, in, in the order of how I would take a chance on it, probably uh, Herder, Reddish, Gallo. Or Reddish, Herder, Gallo. All right. The next game of the night we have the Orlando Magic traveling to Milwaukee to take on the Defending Demon Bucks. Uh, we have a 214 game total and a 14 and a half point Milwaukee Buck home favorite spread. no uh, injury report for each team. I wonder why oh yep. No, I'm just kidding. Uh yeah, are another two teams that are on the back end of a back to back. So no injury report, but we know Mark Elfolds, Michael Carter Williams, Jonathan Isaac, Etuan Moore, the, the usuals for Linda are out. We'll see plus nine <clears throat> Milwaukee has DiVincenzo, Brooke Lopez out, Rodney Hood probably questionable for this one. Um and then maybe someone else missing, hopefully. We get the news early enough, but Uh, our last side of the ball, depending on who's in and who's out, don't really want a ton to do with this. Um, Paul Anthony's a normal price tag right now. He's very very good, and this is a matchup he can take advantage of, especially with some people out, but don't really love it here. Uh, Jalen Suggs is another guy. Uh, I mentioned him last night that I, I would go and I'd go to him again. He finally, he had a big game too in the last one, I lost two. He has 34 fan, uh, total points scored in the last two games. So he's been playing pretty well. 8 of 18 shooting in the last one, 37 fantasy points against Brooklyn. Not the same match, but I'll take another shot at him. He's only 3,800. I like taking shots at these young guys when they're super cheap price tags still. <clears throat> uh, so that's a, that's a guy I would, wouldn't mind looking at. Terrence Ross, another one. Four of the last five games over 22 and a half fantasy points. Uh, and he's only 3,400, so that is some nice value here, and we know he's shooting well. And four of those last five games that he has over 20 fantasy points, he has double-digit actual points. Um, he's been shooting the ball really well. <clears throat> Shots starting to come around. We know Terrence Ross is one of those streaky, streaky, streaky players. Um emphasize again on the word streaky when he's hot he's hot when he's not he's not as as simple as it is for him Uh, and right now he's been hot so 3,400 you can definitely take a chance on him that's pretty much it I like uh Suggs Ross and uh, Wagner I forgot about Wagner Uh, he twisted his ankle last night uh, but he came back and, and finished and was pretty strong. Uh three straight games or four four of the last five games, at least 28 fantasy points. So again, value is had there. And those were against Brooklyn twice, the Knicks on Atlanta. Value is, is had here as well. So I like I like taking shots at uh these fairly cheap. Guys, Wagner, Suggs, Ross, um, as they continue to grow, especially those two rookies. <clears throat> On the other side of the ball, we have the Milwaukee Bucks, and I don't know how to um, to gauge this one yet. This is the back end of a back-to-back. This is Orlando. Uh, Giannis has been playing banged up all year. He might not play in this one. Let's be honest. Uh, he might sit this one out. Middleton just got his came back. Missed a couple weeks with COVID. Uh, let's be honest. He might not play this one. I don't. I don't fully know. They could just. Say, ha! Huh, they don't want to let him get it. Let him get his win back. Have him miss a game again. Back end of a back to back for this team. And uh, two people, one playing injured, and one just coming back from uh, COVID, and we know there's a lot of complications on people's breathings and, and catching their wind. Um, so that's very realistic. Drew Holiday missed a bit of time earlier in the year. Uh, he could miss this one as well. Same with Bobby Portis. So if they, I, I need to know exactly the news on this. This is Orlando. This is not like a big game where, ooh, they, they, they're going to this is not Brooklyn where they're going to want to play against them or, or a team like that. Uh, so all of these guys are questionable for me. Uh, I don't know if they're going to fully play. I need confirmation on that, and I need confirmation that they're not going to be in-game rested as well. Uh, Grayson Allen I don't think has to worry about that, and neither does Connaughton. And those two make some sense for me, um, assuming that someone misses a game. Uh, if not, everybody is healthy and ready to play. Uh, Bobby Portis at six seven is probably going to be the guy that I take the most chances on. Uh, I want—I would take a chance on Giannis, but this game could be an easy blowout. Uh, and at twelve K. I need him to play. I need a guaranteed 35 minutes from him. Even though he could put up 60 points in, in 25 minutes against this team, I need more. I'm not going to go to Middleton. He's still working his way back. Um, I don't think we need to go to. I think Bobby Portis makes the most sense. Uh, but again, this is just a wild card of a game because back end of a back to back against a team that you're favored over 10 points for 14 and a half points, actually, you're favored. So, yeah, uh we we get we need some confirmation on what's going to happen there before we can get in there. All right, the next game of the night, we have the Memphis Grizzlies traveling to Minnesota to take on the Wolves. We have a 218 and a half game total and the Wolves are 1 point home underdogs. So they're getting 1 point here at home. Um on the injury report, we have for the Grizzlies, Dylan Brooks is doubtful. Anthony Mountain is out. Sam Merrill is also out. For the Wolves, we have Nazarene and Akoge. Questionable. All right, we will go to the Grizzlies. Uh, with no... Man, who's lost of minutes anyway. With no Brooks, likely he is doubtful. So I'm just going to say no, no Brooks. Um, we have a lot of Bain. We have more Kyle Anderson. Forty-six and forty-five. Those two are. Those are two guys that I am certainly looking at. There, um, very nice plays, very cheap. They're going to get a lot more usage, and uh, Kyle Anderson might find himself in the starting lineup. We might have some more Zaire Williams too, and Tyus Jones. Uh, though I don't think we need to to fully go to those guys. Tyus Jones. It is a revenge game, and I know I know Mike likes to say that all the time. So throw that one out there. Uh, but those two uh, make a lot of sense for me for cheap options. They're going to get a lot more minutes here. <clears throat> and that opens up minutes for Brandon Clark as well. If Kyle Anderson does find himself in the starting lineup at the small forward position, uh, then Clark plays more power forward minutes at, uh, and, and he gets sent back up center minutes as well. So makes sense there. I think, um, jaw, at ten two does. He does make sense. He's good, but I'm not, I'm not going there. Uh, this is a good matchup for him, but I can't can't go there. I think we have other options that are, are better in that Charlotte-Atlanta game. I keep going back to Jimmy Butler as well. Uh, there are other options there that I don't think I need to go to jaw um, here. But Jaron Jackson Jr. at 6'4", he hasn't been playing great lately. Uh, Dylan Brooke is doubtful for this one, so there are a lot of shots to go around for him as well. Uh, and this is an environment and a game that he can take advantage of against a so-so uh, Minnesota defense on uh, it's only six, four. He doesn't, he just needs to start hitting some shots to uh, break through that value there in that in there. So I like him added with Bane and Anderson, but I really like Bane and Anderson a lot uh, at their price tags a little bit more. And Brandon Clark at 3,300, knowing that uh, Brooks doesn't play without Melton, everybody could slide up slightly in the rotation. Um, uh, and he's, there's more minutes available for him off the bench as well. On the other side of the ball, Carl Anthony Towns. I prefer him over John on the other side of the ball. Uh, this is going to be a solid matchup for him. Steven Adams, as tough as he is, he can't guard him around the perimeter up there. Uh, so Town, we might we might see a lot of Jaron uh, Jackson at the five and, and changing things up. We might see Brandon Clark again. I'll mention him uh, playing alongside Jackson in this one. But Towns, ten-one, definitely in my player pool. Mentioned a lot of people in the in this range, uh, and he is ahead of a lot of them. He had fifty-one fantasy points the first time these two teams played, so we know he's capable of bringing a fifty-fifty point game here. Uh, Anthony Edwards dropped forty-four uh, fantasy points in that first meeting against these guys, twenty-seven actual points. He's in play. Um, he's only a couple hundred more than D'Angelo Russell, who I do prefer him over, even though Russell did have himself a monster game in the first one here. Uh, he had over 53 fantasy points. But I do prefer uh, Edwards this time around, only $400 more. Uh, but Russell is not a bad secondary play if you can play him. That's still a good value here. Uh, if you don't have that 400 or something with the position-wise, um, then yes, Russell for 7 7'6 is a solid play for me here. <clears throat> And without Nas Reed, that means more time for McDaniels, more time for Vanderbilt uh, to play. They can both get minutes at center. They'll both be splitting minutes to power forward as well. So uh, Nas play. They're also both in my player pool for guys that you can look at, very cheap, in that bare minimum type of type of range there. Uh, but we'll see. This one starts tips off at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hopefully we'll have the news uh, earlier than later. That's uh, that's pretty much it for where I'm looking at uh, on this side of the ball. I think the top three guys are all in play for various reasons, uh, depending on where you're, you're going, and I like them in that order of how they're priced. Um, <clears throat> and then Vanderbilt and McDaniels, if Nas doesn't play, just the extra minutes available for both of them uh, to get small ball fives, and uh, especially if Jaron Jackson Jr. gets more offensive five. five, um, just makes sense under 4K to take a chance on. All right, before we get in the last couple games of the night, the NBA is back. The DraftKings Sportsbook, authorized sports betting partner of the NBA, the key to victory is a strong starting five. New customers bet just $5 on any NBA team to win their game. And if they do, you win $200 in free bets. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also get their skin in the game with new same game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger pay. More legs, yeah the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code NBA today. Bet just $5 on any NBA team to win their game, and you win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win. With promo code NBA today, this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an authorized sports betting partner of the NBA. All right, we have two games left on this docket. Uh, we already sifted through seven. Let's do these last two. Get them out of the way really quickly. Um, we have the Utah Jazz. And traveling to Sacramento to take on the Kings. This tips off at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we have a 225 game total, which is the second highest of the night by far. Uh, That and the Hornets talks are the only two to top 218, as I mentioned. Uh, And the Jazz are 7.5-point home favorites. For the Kings, we have yet another team on the back end of a back-to-back. But on the Jazz, the injury report, we have... Uh, no one on the main roster is out, they are healthy. And, um, Sacramento, I don't think anyone was out last night, nope. So, uh, they should be fairly healthy, but we'll see again. Back end of a back to back, all right. We'll start with the Jazz, they are the away team, and uh, in two games against the Kings already this year. Mitchell is averaging 51 fantasy points. He's not 9K in this one. Um, so, yes, he is definitely in my player pool, and I really like him. Uh, the last game that they played against Sacramento, he dropped 58 fantasy points, 36, 8, and 6. Uh, again, he is squarely in my player pool for this one. He is – that's just a fantastic value. And Rudy Gobert, he's averaging 50 48.5 a half fantasy points against this uh, Kings team in two games, so he is also squarely in my player pool. Uh, he's averaging 14 and a half points and 20 rebounds in two games against this Kings team. Uh, so those two guys, they are priced up a little bit for a reason. But Mitchell is, I, I think they're both discounted. Uh, Mitchell could easily be in the mid nines here, and Rudy could easily be in the mid eights here. Uh, but they're both under nine or one is under nine. One is under eight here, just under eight. Um, definitely a pool, very, very good values here uh, to be found. <clears throat> and those are, I, I don't think you have to dig, dig too deep to, to find out who you like here. Uh, those two are definitely in play. Another, the highest price guys on the team, but uh, for good reason, Mike Conley would be another guy I'm looking at and um, he's averaging 35 fantasy points. He's the third highest price guy on this slate, but 35 fantasy points at five, eight, another guy who's just very solid value here. Um, this is a very good matchup for <laughs> offensive players uh, and for opponents, especially as we know for recent history, shooting guards and and guards in general. Um, and that's why Conley Mitchell make that list. Um, but those two those three are the the three that I'm I'm pretty much sticking to. Uh, if you wanted to go Hassan Whiteside as well, if you think this is going to be a blowout, he makes sense as a team that he played for previously. A revenge game. He's also averaging uh, 25 fantasy points against these guys, and he's only he's under 4K, so he's averaging eight and ten in 15 minutes. Uh, it's hard to trust that type of production in limited minutes, but we know this guy gobbles up rebounds and putbacks on uh, limited time. Um, Rudy Gay just came back, played 18 minutes. I can't expect him to hit seven of eight shots from the field again. Um, but another guy under 4k, I'm not going to, I think we have enough value here that we don't have to do that. I just wanted to shout him out. Uh, came back from that Achilles soreness and had himself a game. Good for him. Uh, he's just what this team needs off the bench. All right. We're going to jump on over to the other side of the ball. Uh, DeAaron Fox, so he's not too much more than than um, Spider. And for six hundred dollars more, I don't think it's a, a fair contest here. I, I'll go Mitchell all the time. Uh, Mitchell's one of my favorite plays of the night. Uh, Harrison Barnes had two very good games. Uh, is averaging good games against this King or, or Utah game team. Forty-one fantasy points i don't really want to attack utah i don't think that trend is going to continue he started off the season hot um kind of has been dwindling down dwindling down since Um, five straight games he hasn't even had 30 fantasy points Uh, hasn't had 40 fantasy points in nine straight games or 10 of 11 straight games uh, I can't say straight, 10 of 11 straight, but 10 of 11 games. So I'm really not into Harrison Barnes in this one. I think uh, that hot start has fizzled. Um, and that honestly, I don't really want to attack too many guys on this, this side of the ball. Uh, Buddy Heald would be the one guy I would, would attack. He's, he's been pretty good. He's been shooting the ball really well lately. Uh, and in two games against Utah, he's averaging nearly 35 fantasy points. He's under 6K, so that makes here for value um and that's why i would go him or uh me too he's if he's still starting at 4200 it does he does get in play i don't really love the matchup here uh but i just want to he's going to have the height advantage the height advantage over royce o'neill who starts at power forward a big time height advantage royce is only like six six so uh Meta can have some success on the glass, but again, there's Rudy Gobert to contend with there, uh, even still, so I don't really love him, but he's just another guy who, decent matchup because he's just fairly priced as well. But for the most part, I'm leaving the Kings alone outside of Buddy Heald on a little bit of Meta, who's just on the teetering. He's more so off my player pool, but he's just right on the line there. All right, let's jump on over to the last game of the night. We have the... Philadelphia 76ers traveling across country to take on the Portland Trail Blazers. Uh, we have on the injury report, we have Damian Lillard is probable for the Blazers, and the Sixers have everybody. Joel B Danny Danny Green, uh, Ben Simmons, Matisse are all out, and Matisse Thibault is questionable for this one. Uh, on the game total, we have a 218.5 game total, and we have the Blazers as 7.5 point home favorites. Uh, traveling across country is never the greatest, but it's always a little bit better when you're going east to west now, you don't lose the time there. When you're going west to east, you lose that three hours and that's pretty rough. Uh, and that's my tip for football betting. <clears throat> All right. Uh, back here we have Andre Drummond at seven, eight. He's just eaten, eaten, eaten lately. Not, I shouldn't say lately. He back to back games of only six rebounds against Utah and Denver. This is a different ballgame here, though. Uh, He can play in this matchup, and he can play fairly well. So he's not going to have a ton of exposure, but he makes sense here. Um, At 7,800, I think value can be had here. Seth Curry's been playing really well, 5K. Uh, He's coming off a game of 37 fantasy points. Four of his last five games, he's had at least 25 fantasy points. With multiple games over 30. Uh, so he makes a lot of sense here, too. And at 5K, it's just not a bad price tag. Uh, he's going to be seeing a lot of uh, Lillard or McCollum uh, where he can have success here. Same with Maxi, but Maxi's just a bigger price tag here. Um, and he didn't have a great game against these guys in the first meeting. So I'm not going to fully go on Maxi. Uh Niang might start again, and he's been pretty decent. Uh and only 4K, another option. I don't think we have to go there. We have a lot of options there. Um, I think Drummond, Seth Curry are the two guys that I'm looking at the most. Um uh, they have a lot of defenders that they can throw on Tobias Harris, Like Robert Covington's very good. Um uh, Larry Nash Jr. is a rock solid defender. They have people that they can throw out him all game. So I don't want to pay eight one for him. Uh, we just talked about Mitchell at eight seven i'd rather pay six hundred dollars for him uh and grab mitchell there with the higher upside and that's pretty much it for the sixer side on the portland side of the ball um uh, no ben simmons no joel Embiid, bead la no matisse theibel likely Um uh, that's a that's their best defenders all out uh, i know they've been pretty much out all year but that's a lot of their best defenders out at their three best. Um, so we can we can take advantage of that if if need be. With that said, Lillard at 9,100, don't really want to take advantage of that. I, I think uh, he had himself a good game in the first one. He only shot 7 of 20, but he still had nearly a triple-double with 20 points, 7 rebounds, and 10 assists in our first meeting against Philly. Um, so if you hit a couple extra shots, that 40... Fantasy points that he put up, or um, I'm sorry, 45 nearly fantasy points that he put up. Could have been over 50. Could have been 60 if he hit uh, nine nine shots or more than two of nine from three. So there is some upside to be had here. I just think Butler uh, pay up is safer. Mitchell pay down is also safer. Uh, but Butler for tournaments does make sense to separate yourself from the pack there. Uh, again, if he hit a couple... Uh, one more three, and a, a one more shot. Like he, he could have been over fifty there, and uh, so he does make sense as a as a pivot. I just think the other two are a lot safer, and uh, you have an option to pay up or pay down. Outside of that, Nurkic six three. There's no Embiid. There's a lot of Drummond, and Drummond's been getting chewed up lately. Um, Nurkic's coming off a game where he just went eighteen and twelve. Uh, I think he could do that again in only twenty three minutes, to be exact, as well, because he had five fouls. If he doesn't get a bunch of fouls here, I think uh, value is going to be had here. And he hasn't been playing great to where He's going to have a ton of exposure. But Drummond's just been getting chewed up lately. So um squarely in play for me. And Larry Nance Jr. is the last guy I'm looking at. Start, starting to play more minutes. Starting uh, five straight games of over 20 minutes. They're starting to play more at the five. Truncy Billis said he thinks he's... He's a five who can play the four. Those were, I, my, I'm i paraphrasing a little bit, but that was almost an exact quote. He said, Larry's a five who can play four, which cuts Cody Zeller's minutes pretty much out. Uh, but Larry's playing a lot of the five now and four. Um, and at 3,200, he has uh, three of his last five games, he has over 22 fantasy points. He put up t- 16 and nine in 25 minutes in the last one, almost 40 fantasy points. And uh, at only 3,200, love him here. Uh, again, Andre Drummond isn't great. They don't really have a backup center unless they play Baxi. Um, Bassey. He's going to play a lot of minutes and at, at both uh, center and backup power forward. Like him here. Uh, he's definitely in my player pool as well. I think Nurkic and, and Nance make a lot of sense for their price tags, and Lillard is a nice pivot play. All right, and that does it for this episode of DFS Today. Uh, I will throw out some of my um, <clears throat> favorite plays in the night. We'll go with the expensive tier. And I pretty much kept going, circling back to the same same guys over and over there. Um, so I'll just say my favorite I-priced play of the night is that guy, Jimmy Butler. Uh, just – He's awesome. He's been fantastic. And if Tyler Hero misses, his upside is, is still there. Uh, his floor is just super safe, and his upside grows a little bit there uh, if there's no Tyler Hero. <clears throat> My favorite mid-tier play of the night. I'm going to stick in the higher range. Uh, and his teammate is also fantastic in this one. But Rashawn uh, – well, not Rashawn Holmes, I'm sorry. Uh, the guy that Rashawn Holmes is going against. That's what I meant to say. Uh, Rudy Goffier at 7,900. He has himself nearly two games of 50-plus fantasy points against these guys. Uh, he's just been fantastic. Uh, in two meetings against the Kings already, 48.5 fantasy points. He's averaging 20 rebounds. 20 rebounds. So he's just gobbling up rebounds. Uh, Luke Walton does, got upset about the lack of rebounds of his team's has been giving. Uh, and this is one of the reasons why. And if, if their team's not rebounding, Rudy Gobeer will gladly take every single rebound that you give him. All right. And on the value play, I think there is a ton of value to be had here. I mentioned a lot of guys, even in that low um, 3K range, like very, very low. I'll throw one guy there, um, in that I'll throw, make sure it's under 4k cause I mentioned a lot of guys under 4k here and I'll throw it out to uh Jalen Suggs. There's a good matchup here. We, uh, very big potential for blowout in this matchup with a 14 and a half point spread against the bucks. Um, in Milwaukee, the bucks might not have everybody healthy. I mean, quote healthy. Uh, they might rest a lot of people. They are on the back end of a back to back. Um, Jalen Suggs is coming off a very nice 37 fantasy point game, and I will go back to him. under Again, under 4K, there's a lot of options under 4K, and we'll see exactly what news changes who. But right now, Jalen Suggs makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, likely getting a lot of garbage time minutes there, garbage time opportunity, and uh, possibly not against the Giannis, not against the Middleton, who might not even play this game. So we'll definitely keep an eye on that. But uh, he's squarely in my player pool. And my favorite value play at the moment. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. We will catch you again tomorrow at the DFS Today for Sports Ethos. Peace.